0: Hello and welcome back to the local side of Key West. I am Kelly. I am your host and I am super stoked about this episode. I was challenged to do a podcast on Key West on a budget because it feels impossible to do, but I was pleasantly surprised when I started doing the research because I actually don't have enough time in the day to report all of the stuff to you guys <laughs> that you can afford to do down here. So, Stay tuned and let's get this going. Okay, so I know Key West is known for its high prices. Trust me, I get it. I live here. We look for stuff to do on a budget too, but where there's a will, there's a way. And when someone asked me, can you even do a whole 30-minute podcast on a budget-friendly trip? I was like, no, how could anyone do that? (laughs) But I ended up finding out that there was a lot. And I actually can't fit it all into a 30-minute segment, which is terrific for you because that basically means there's a ton of stuff for you to do. So I'm aware that cheap is a challenge down here. We live here. We go to the bars and the restaurants. And before we lived here, we were we were tourists. So we stayed at the hotels and we paid all the prices, okay? So my first tip about doing Key West on a budget is come in the dead summertime, like August, September, July, August, September, because they're definitely the less expensive months to come. September is probably your best. It's hurricane season. The It's actually all of us get the local discounts down here because no one's here. So the hotels are less, they do deals. So that's actually my first suggestion to you. My biggest challenge was trying to find hotels that were on a budget <laughs> because this time of year, Nobody's on a budget, no hotels are on a budget, okay? It's just, it's premium. So I thought this is actually the best time to look, okay? So the hotels that I'm telling you about mostly are, I'm gonna say, on the other side of the island. And I'm using air quotes that you cannot see me doing, of course. But over by like the airport, or if you're driving into Key West, as soon as you get into Key West, uh, all the hotels downtown on the water, they're all pretty premium, I found a couple but not, not many, it's hard, it's a little harder. You can actually just go on Google and, and Google the hotels and you can look up all of these hotels that I'm talking to you about and see which one that you like the best. But actually, my, my, one of my favorites that I wanted to mention is called Naya and it stands for Not Your Average Hotel. So basically, this is kind of like a hostel. So they have rooms that you can kind of gear to exactly your accommodations of people. So, did that even make sense? I'm sticking it. I'm leaving it there. (laughs) This is me, people. So, you can basically get a king bed and a a bunk bed, or a king, a queen, and a twin. It's kind of like custom. I do not believe all of the rooms have their own bathrooms. I think some of them are shared, but you would have to call your hotel and tell them exactly what you're looking for, and then they will actually kind of tell you which room you'll be in. It is pretty affordable. And the location, yes, yes, yes to location. Also, it has like a 4.2 rating out of five on TripAdvisor. They have pool. They have a little breakfast. They have a rooftop terrace. I mean, the view there must be so beautiful. They have their own little bike rental and a little snack bar. But that location, they just opened up a new restaurant Literally next door, basically, and it's called Freshco. And we ate there the other night, and it's pretty tasty. Go see Miriam, the bartender. Tell her I sent you. She's amazing, and the place was really good. But the location is on Margaret Street, and you're not getting much of a better location on a budget. I promise you, the location is perfect. So another hotel is the Palms. They get a four out of five, and it has a pool. It's on a good location. I don't know a lot about that hotel, I'm not gonna lie to you, so do your research. But it looked nice, so that's why I put it in the podcast. Trust me, there are hotels less expensive than the ones I'm mentioning, but I probably wouldn't stay there, I don't know. (laughs) So do your research, that's all I'm saying. So um, I actually forgot to add this one to my list, so I'm gonna tell you now, there's one called El Patio. And it's near Louis Backyard, the southernmost point, Salute, Higgs Beach. It's like in that general area, like in the Casa Marina district near there. It's very affordable. It's clean. I would definitely stay there. And it's, it's really cute. So those are the kind of the ones maybe in the best locations. But on the other side of the island, like I was telling you, It's on roosevelt okay most of these hotels have shuttles so they'll take you downtown or again you can rent a bicycle and ride downtown it's a little bit of a ride downtown i'm not going to lie to you it's not a walk i promise (laughs) so there are restaurants and bars in walking distance but when you google key west those restaurants and bars probably aren't going to come up so it's not downtown but again there is a free shuttle there's Uber, there's cabs, but um the one I was going to the first one is the Fairfield Inn, it's a Marriott hotel. It's a typical Marriott. It's four out of five stars, it has a gym, has a pool. It's nice. It's it's just a very typical hotel. There's nothing special. Like Key West is known for these bed and breakfasts and these inns and these gorgeous hotels, but we're doing this on a budget and you're probably not going to get those. The Double Tree Inn is a Hilton property. It's 4.1 stars out of five. Um, these, this is on TripAdvisor, by the way. There's a pool. I know they have a shuttle. Um, yeah, but it's just, again, it's a typical Hilton hotel. So the Coconut Mallory is actually a condo. They got 4.3 out of five, and there's a pool there too. The pool is the important thing to me because it's hot here, especially if you're coming in the summertime, you need a pool. But my number one recommendation besides the Naya hotel would be if you're staying on this side would be the twenty four north it's kind of like a boutique hotel but it's not it's like a it's like a bigger hotel, but it's so cute inside and they have it all themed like travel like your your um Your key comes with a little passport and they give you these little things that like clip on that look like passports. And it's so cute and I know they have a shuttle. There's a pool, there's food. I mean, I really enjoyed 24 North. I actually stayed there. I would stay there again. I really enjoyed it and I I thoroughly recommend that to you. Okay, now let's talk happy hour. That is the number one question people ask. That and who has the best key lime pie? (laughs) Best happy hour, best key lime pie it's like the number one questions asked here. So it's really hard to answer those questions. And if you look, everybody gives you the same answers. Every bar here has a good happy hour. It's the thing. The the happy hour goes from four to seven. I think there's a few that go later and start earlier, but in general, everybody has a happy hour. So to save money, go out a happy hour. A bunch of places do half price apps, half price drinks, buy one, get one. There's actually a bar card. I'm pretty sure the bar card is at the airport. You just grab it and they usually do uh, two-for-one specials, things like that. There is also um, a guide to the happy hours in the area and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for that because I think that was really good and it'll give you a lot of information that I just don't have time for um, to to fit it all in the podcast. So I'm just going to tell you my favorite places to go for happy hour and Dante's is one of them. I love when they have stone crab, they do a good deal, and their happy hour lasts till 7.30, so White Tarpon is probably my absolute favorite. They have moved, if you haven't been here in a while, Wahlburgers actually took over their spot and they moved next door, and they have the best happy hour. We always make it, I don't know how we get there on time, but their food is very good. They have key lime martini and espresso martinis, and you're not getting a better key lime martini than at White Tarpon. So Rams Head has another one. And the fun thing about Rams Head, it used to be called the Blue McCall. So if you've been here, it's now called Rams Head. And actually we were from Maryland and Maryland is where Rams Head's from. So it's really exciting to have them down here like that. And if you go there for happy hour, then you can go right down the street to the Green Parrot right after you're done at 5.30 and they do this thing called sound check. And it's like I think it's two hours where the bands just play and you can listen to them play and they're doing their sound check. But I actually worked in a bar in Maryland for a long time. And sound check at those kind of bars, I get the impression that you literally listen to them like tuning their guitars and drums and all that stuff. But new, 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 it's a whole show at Sound Check at the Green Parrot. So, Raw Bar is another one. They do half price apps during happy hour. But the view, oh, the view is so beautiful there. I love it. And don't tell anyone I said this, but their mustard sauce for their stone crab, best on the island, I'm just saying. All of those bars there on the waterfront have an amazing view, have great happy hours. You really can't go wrong on the waterfront. Again, I'm just telling you the ones that I enjoy, but yeah, you cannot go wrong on the waterfront there. So walk those docks because it's more local for sure. You know, if you go down to Duval, all tourists. That waterfront, there are tourists there, of course, because you're listening to me and you're gonna go there, but it is definitely more local and it's definitely where we hang out. So now also when you're in Key West, people want to rent golf carts. I think golf carts are really on the expensive side. If you're going to be touring around the island for a week, I would recommend a scooter to be budget-friendly, but honestly, I would recommend a bicycle. Most of the hotels you can rent bikes from now, you can also go to Eaton Street Bikes or JV Rental. Those are the places I would recommend to get bikes, but the scooters and the bikes, you can kind of park anywhere. Golf carts, you not only pay for the golf cart, but you're going to pay for parking. And bikes, you can literally just park them on the sidewalk. But remember the one rule, you can ride on the sidewalks everywhere except on Duval Street. You cannot on Duval Street with a bicycle. So yeah, I would definitely recommend a bike or walking over anything. So the reason I mentioned that now is because all these places you can kind of bike to that I'm going to mention, um, I would definitely say some of them would be like a good bike ride when you're staying on the other side of the island, but I would definitely still recommend to rent a bike and enjoy Key West that way. You see so much more than you would on a scooter. So the first place I want to talk about is one of my absolute favorite places to go. It's Fort Zachary Taylor State Park. And if you guys listen to my first podcast, I talked about the waterfront market and the waterfront market. When you come into where the fort zachary is you can go right and that's there on thursdays again another budget friendly thing to do it's free to walk in there and look at all the artists and do all that stuff but there is shopping there go back and listen to my first podcast it's definitely budget friendly but if you go to the left it's fort zachary taylor state park so you can tour the fort which is really really cool and then when you're done touring the fort you can go to the beach so there's a little beach shack you can rent chairs you can enjoy the beach you can have hot dogs i remember the first time we actually went there we we did not live here and we were kayaking around key west and we got to fort zachary and pulled up and it was like the best it was so hot it was july we were on the kayaks we get there and we go to the shack there's like showers and bathrooms there but we go to the shack and there's um a hot dog stand. (laughs) We got hot dogs and beer and enjoyed that. And that's also where you're going to see that sign where, you know, the directional sign that you guys see. It's like an icon of Key West. Go take a picture of it, stand in front of it. It's definitely iconic. Um, The parking is to get in, it's like $6 a car. And then there's a $50 surcharge. I think that only covers four people in your car, just so you know, you pay extra for more people. If you ride your bicycle, it's only $2.50 to get in the park. So, and then like motorcycles are four dollars and fifty cents and you could spend the whole day there you could literally pack a cooler go there have lunch and spend you know six bucks to get in then of course there's the popular Ernest Hemingway house it's about sixteen dollars to get in and you can see all of his stuff he lived here in Key West and wrote here for a little over ten years they do a guided tour you can wander the lush grounds and enjoy all of the six-toed cats it's really cool I actually have not been there yet. I am. It's on my bucket list. (laughs) So then there is the Little White House. I learned a lot about the Little White House doing research for this podcast. So if you like history, this is a great place for you. Um, It's the Harry S. Truman Little White House. So you can actually get a little insight into his presidency. And it used to be a Navy base, which served as the White House of America for the winter sessions until 1952. Now, how cool is that? So also... If a president shows up it still acts as a little white house and they have 20 minutes to clear it out for the president to go in there it's about 20 dollars to go in there and do um do the tour and also you cannot take pictures or videos in there for obvious reasons safety concerns so there's also the shipwreck museum which is about 14 50 to do And then you can do the West Martello Towers, which you can walk through the gardens and see the butterflies. And you can take beautiful pictures in there. You can do a little tour, and they do that for a donation. But also, if you live in Florida, you can buy the plants. And they sell a whole bunch of stuff. So that's really cool. So also the Butterfly Conservatory. It's about $15 to get in. Breathtaking flowers. Colorful colorful birds. Why can't I say that? colorful birds (laughs) there's waterfalls obviously there are butterflies there's like 50 to 60 species from all around the world in there and of course Rhett and Scarlet are in there Rhett and Scarlet are the pink flamingos and they actually do private sessions where you can pet the flamingos but you have to call that's another fee and then you'd go in there I think it's before they actually open in the mornings um there's a ghost and graveyard tour Now listen, this is a little more than 20 bucks. I've been trying to keep everything around 20 bucks, but you get on a bus and you go through all the haunted sites and you get to see all the tragic and most sacred spots in Key West. And it's about 32.50 to ride the bus and take the tour. So it's like the haunted tour. Um, Robert the doll is not on the tour anymore. I actually have no idea why they took him off, but he's not. So if that's why you're going, this isn't for you, but it's pretty cool, it's a pretty cool tour. And I know I'm kind of going fast through things. You can always message me and ask for information or sites or anything. I'll always help you. But there's a lot, I'm telling you. And again, I'm trying to get this all in a 30 minute segment. <laughs> so um, the next one I'll tell you is the Key West Aquarium. They do a tour for about $15 and they actually just started doing a virtual tour for $10.75 online, which I think is very cool. And in the same general area as the aquarium, there is the Mall on Mallory. So there's always been a mall there with some shops, but now they're kind of putting new people in there and a whole bunch of these really cool local artists are in there. So you can get out of the heat, get into the air conditioning, and there's two floors of shopping you can do. You want to talk about where you go and get some souvenirs for your family (laughs) or for yourself, whatever. But yeah, they have some really cute shops in there now and local artists where you can buy art and oh, it's just so cute. So also you can go to the Key West Lighthouse and go to the top and check out that view, which is incredible. Also, the Key West Rum Distillery is free to do a tour in there and how do you not buy rum? I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, The Mel Fisher Maritime Museum is about $16. And there really is a lot more stuff to do. And again, please feel free to message me and I'll help you out with anything you guys need. Um, But there's also a couple fun free things to do that I enjoy. I'm going to put you on a little scavenger hunt, okay? If you can find the Floss Silk Tree. A floss silk tree is basically this really cool tree with these humongous thorns on it. I can't even explain to you. It almost looks fake. It's crazy. And I know there's a couple in Key West, but they are very few and far between. So you could literally spend a day looking for it. I don't even think you can Google it. So that is a good scavenger hunt for you guys, which is free. You get on your bicycle or your scooter and ride around town looking for the floss silk tree also google that it's beautiful it's such a cool tree another free thing to do is Mallory Square at sunset Mallory Square has all these artists and performers like crazy things that you've never seen including a man that has trained cats to jump through fire and i'm not even lying to you (laughs) so so there's a whole bunch of performers and artists and you can have a drink and walk around and there's you know you can bring food and walk around with your food i'm just telling you you could spend a couple hours there and the sunsets here are amazing they go fast it's beautiful and that's one of the top spots to go and watch the sunsets Um, another good free thing to do is literally just walk down Duval Street and take it all in. Walk all the side streets, take all the pictures of all the famous buoys, the southernmost point, at Fort Zachary, of course I was telling you about the directional sign, but just walking down Duval and like straying off on on a side street and seeing what's there. Key West is very romantic, it's very historic, It's packed. You cannot do it all. You walk down one street and there's going to be a restaurant. You walk down another street and there's a bar you've never even heard of. Go in them and enjoy it. There's no bad bars. There's no bad restaurants. Like, you're going to really have fun doing that. But just walking down Duval Street on its own and taking in all the tourist stuff there is to do. There's so many restaurants, bars, shops. You can sit at the Flying Monkey, get a little frozen drink, and people watch. You can see the craziest stuff, especially depending on what time you come, like what time of year you guys come. You you will see the craziest stuff, like people watching. It's free, it's fun. We love doing it. <laughs> so, um, another great free thing is Higgs Beach. The parking is even free there, which if you drive a car, you know there you go. There's your free parking. But Higgs Beach is free. You can lay out on the beach all day and walk down White Street Pier. If you guys follow me on social media, you know we do it all the time. It's local. It's so much fun. It's very relaxing. People are out there fishing. You can go at night. It's pitch black. It's just it's just a lot of fun. So you can go and do that as well. One of the things I was also thinking about doing, so it's not exactly on a budget, okay? But it's gonna cost you 150 bucks for a whole entire day. You go to Key West Jeep Rentals. Make sure you go to Key West Jeep Rentals. I stress that because there are other Jeep rentals But they're the only ones that are doing it for $150 for the whole entire day. You rent a Jeep and drive up to Key Largo. Go look at all the sights. It's crazy what you can see. My suggestion is you leave here at like rent the Jeep and leave kind of in the morning. Stop at Baby's Coffee. Get some coffee. Stop somewhere and get breakfast. Drive all the way up the Keys and come back. Around between like noon and two, the water is the prettiest. You will see it. The entire day, and if you 're driving through all the little island chains at that time, perfection it 's beautiful. I love it, I definitely suggest it also i 'm going to put a link for Key West Jeep rentals on my in the show notes because it 's important that you get the right one or you 're going to be paying too much for your for your jeep. I feel like that is a lot of information. I wish I would have said at the beginning of the episode to get pen and paper and write these down. <laughs> But you can always message me on theconciergegirl dot com or Kelly at theconciergegirl dot com, and I can help you. It's why I open the business. It's why I do the podcast. I love giving people information. I love hearing people enjoying Key West. I love helping people enjoy Key West. That's why this budget one was so fun for me because I didn't think I could even do it. And here we are at the end of the podcast and I've given you a ton of information. There's actually a lot more. And again, don't forget, I'm doing the Key West cheap rentals, the happy hour guide and my concierge page linked in the show notes. And if you guys think of any other budget-friendly things to do in Key West, please feel free to go to my Instagram, kelly, K-E-L-L-Y underscore keys, underscore 930. Message me. Tell me all the great ideas you guys have. Until then, I hope you guys have a wonderful Wednesday and I will see you guys next week. Bye.